Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. Joined in a few minutes by Ryan Dempster, co-host of Intentional Talk on MLB Network. Dempster was just on the TV screen. Still on it. Sit there, buddy. Very impressive. Mm. It's time for he the tweet. Yes, I know that. That's what he said. It's time, or it may be that he likes. That's not it. It's time for Between the Lines, brought to you by Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Hey, Mark Boffo's back from the uh, Boffo Estate. Yeah, must be nice. Must be nice. How was the float plane flight? Was it okay? (laughs) The weather wasn't that bad, I hope, eh? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I've never actually landed on water before. It was a different experience, but it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. That's good. Yeah, we're we're thrilled for you. You can tell. You can tell how excited we are. Anyhow, Speaking of different experiences, uh, Royals uh, beating up on the Astros this weekend, but uh, we're looking at the Astros and Mariners. Tonight on Sportsnet, Justin Verlander and Luis Castillo will be taking the mound for Houston and Seattle, respectively. We're taking a look at the total over under seven and a half runs tonight between the Astros and Mariners. What do you guys think? I'm taking the under. Castillo, that's, I mean, this is why they brought him here was to stop the bleeding. I mean, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He'll probably finish second or third in the, the Cy Young. Mm. Uh, so I, and I think Verlander, you know, standing up in front of everybody and saying, show up. Well, put your money where your mouth is. So I think those two things added up is seven innings of one or two run ball and it'll go under for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take the over. Um, mm. uh, Last two starts, two earned runs over six innings against Oakland. Uh, two earned runs over six innings against the Angels. Uh, didn't give up any earned runs against the Rays. Who's this? This is Castillo. Five earned runs against the Mets. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the over here. Yeah, they're on yeah, a, they're on a losing the streak. They're they're at home where they play really well. They're 41 to 33 at home. Yeah. And again, Ver- Houston's also good on the road though. Ver- we just you know, talked Ver- about that. Verland- <clears throat> Verlander, you know, <laughs> you're going to stand up in front of your buddies. Well, you better show up. So that's what I think. I just think it's two horses and they're going to be tough, right? It's this is play. This is exactly what, if you're a fan of baseball, forget about a fan of these two teams. This is what you want to see. You want to see two teams getting after each other. And for me, it always starts with the dude standing on the mound. It'd be a lot of fun. Who is the team that doesn't make the playoffs? Of Seattle. The Scott Service gets fired at the end of the season. Yeah. No, I, I hate to I, say, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to. Seattle's got a really good team, a really good team. Well, and they should be better than what they are. Why is that? Yeah. Well, Ryan Divish did make the point though, and I think we we did forget that. I mean, losing Robbie Ray and Marco Gonzalez, those are, those are. Those they're like third. Or, they're like third or fourth in baseball in ERA. That's not it. I mean, I, they can. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, it, it doesn't help that you lose those guys. But I mean, it just can't be all, the offensive side of the ball. Is it, I mean, yeah. they got to 
really good team. That they got like the third or fourth best player in all of baseball on their team. Like it's got a pretty good supporting cast. It's just odd that they're not in it right now. Not that, in it, but in it, in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, odd. that was between the lines, by the way, brought to you by Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Um yeah, I I don't know. It, it, you know, hearing hearing Ryan Divish talk about that that lineup and some of the lack of contact in that lineup. We forget well, how good we forget how good Ty France was. Uh, yeah, too. I think whenever okay? he said we forget that, how good. I was thinking of Matt Chapman. And the people that I've talked to that's around this team says that you know, Matt Chapman at the beginning of the season, yeah, had a really good month, but after that he was coming up a lot when it mattered, right? And you needed that hitch. You needed a backspin double to right center. And that sort of sounds like what Seattle's kind of going through is they're trying to hide some, you know, some a, a couple of guys that just aren't really getting it done in those big moments. It's tough to do that. It's tough to do that all year in this time of the year. And I just think they're I think their their athleticism and their pitching is way too good to not oh, be in a playoff spot. I, I'm not I'm listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that I think that perhaps not having Robbie Ray and Marco Gonzalez, like the trickle down effect. And yes, I understand that we're, you know, you've still got pretty good pitchers. You still got George Kirby and, 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 and Luis Castillo. I, I, I get all that, but I just think, I think sometimes that sometimes we underestimate, well, we don't underestimate. Sometimes we don't pay enough attention to the impact that not having a guy like Robbie Ray has on your bullpen, and that trickles okay. down. The 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 Mariners are just like the Blue Jays. The excuses are over. Mm. Let's say let's say it like it is. Well, except, it's over. Well, I mean, it's over. They their, won, team, their team, their lineup, their pitching, their defense. They won a series last year. Don't over. forget. It's they, enough. They won a series last okay. year. Don't forget. Keep doing it. Uh, Ryan Dempster is former MLB pitcher. He's co-host of Intentional Talk on the MLB Network. Joins us on Blair and Barker. Hey, Ryan, what's up, man? Hey guys, how we doing? Oh, we're doing well. Barker's just going off here in the Seattle Mariners, and they got a really good team. Like they should be in one of the spots, and I don't understand that part of it. I again, it's when you got one of the top five best players in baseball and the pitching staff that they got. Dip, I, it's hard. Like it's hard to to figure out why, and some ups and downs in that division, right? Too will make you scratch your head a little bit. That's all. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like it, it, it is. Um you know, inconsistency, right? Like early on in the year, it was like they were waiting for Julio, for J-Rod to go off. And once he did, then offensively they started to score enough because they've been pitching well enough pretty much all year. And then, so now what happens is, is you're, you're scratching and clawing for everything. And some of those young pitchers who are set, you know, Bryce Miller, who starts in the third game of the series against the Astros, his career high in innings. He's a rookie. He's, you got guys who are logging innings like they've never logged before and getting to a point where you're getting the best at bat from everybody you face because it's playoff time. Like playoffs don't start in a week. They're 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 on right now. Yeah. And so you know, you gotta get after it. But um it's been weird, right? Like I look at back and I went I was looking at him today because we were getting ready to talk about him on, on intentional talk too, and it was start let's just go here. They lose three or four to Tampa Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Starting on what is that beginning of September, like the middle of the September. Then they win two of three of the Angels. Then they get swept by the Dodgers. Then they sweep Oakland. Then they get swept by Texas. Like to me, I, I marvel at that because I look at the rotation. Like how do they get swept with mm. pitching staff that they got? Um, and then those are the games they don't score enough runs. And so it's it's been they're a bit of an enigma. Now that being said, they had that run after the All Star break that got them into this position, but. 
They control their destiny. It's in your hands, in nobody else's hands. Don't wait for the other guy to mess up. Go out there and grab the bull by the horns and take it because you're, you're playing Houston. You're playing Texas. And you're playing good playoff teams. And you could, this could catapult them you know, into the, into the playoffs if they play well in these last seven games. Deb, how do you grade managers this time of the year? Like you, you noticed, like you mentioned, Houston experienced manager. You, I mean, Texas an experienced manager. I guess you could throw Seattle in there, experienced manager. Like the Blue Jays, I mean, he's gaining experience. How do you grade him? Like how? What's a good manager this time of the year? What What is a fan of baseball supposed to be looking at from all these managers? Yeah, that's a great question, Kev. Uh, you know, I think you know. I marvel at these guys like, you know, you talk about Bake, you know, this guy's been doing it forever in Houston and Scott Service has done a good job and he caught for a long time and Schneid's getting his experience in. Last year was invaluable experience. You, you can't get that anywhere but on the great, greatest stages, you know. So um, the ability to, to stay calm in situations where things get a little out of control, you know, because what happens is, is whether we want to talk about it or not, everybody looks down at the end of the dugout. How's the manager acting? Just like he's the general of your of your army, you know, and how how's he holding composure? How's he is he talking to me the same way? Is he coming up to me making sure how I'm doing just like he was all the rest of the year? You know, is he keeping it light for me? Is and and I think those are the things as a player we look for and as as a fan too, like, hey, let letting your big dogs just run, you know. I think that's you know, when I marvel at a team like Atlanta, same lineup almost every day. Those guys, same with the Blue Jays. I mean you know, especially the top of the lineup when everyone's held, it's the same lineup. Here they come. Here they come. Here they come. And and those are the guys that got you there. And don't change anything because of one moment. Yeah, you're you're measuring. You got to win every game. But if you've been managing that way the whole season, then don't change anything now. Don't do anything different because that's not what we need. You know, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of saying that a team has an identity or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, because of, just because of the way ba- baseball is. I think it may be more of an individual sport than anything. But you know, one of the things we've heard from the Blue Jays in the past two weeks, to paraphrase, and a lot of it's come from their pitchers, is, you know, uh, maybe we're not as good offensively as a lot of people thought we're going to be. We're going to win with pitching and defense. And it seems like you're hearing that now. George Springer's saying that as well. And, of course, as my friend Mr. Barker pointed out, George said it yesterday after a series in which they scored, uh, what, uh, 29, that's 35 runs. I mean, it wasn't like they won a bunch of games 3-2. And they hit home runs. It, is, is, that, is that a thing at this time of year, though, uh, Ryan, almost kind of a realization of what we are as a team, and now let's just go win games. And that's all that matters. And if we have to win a game with the bases loaded, hit by pitch, great. Uh, they don't ask how. All they ask is whether or not you did it. 100%. You do whatever it takes. Get the lead. Get the runner over. Get them in. A lot more fun. Look at the stats. If the if the number if the number you know is whatever it is, sixty seven percent of teams that score first win the game. That's huge. So I don't need the big two run home run the first inning. I need to get that guy from second to third with none out. Get him over there with one out, and then I need to get him in and get that lead. I need I need to throw strikes as a pitching staff. We can't be walking guys. Make them earn it. Guys are tired right now. Guys are fatigued. It's a long season. You know that bark. It's a grind, man. Yep. You got to, they're tired. Take advantage of it. You're doing them favors by walking them and putting them on base. Throw the ball over the plate and let your glorious defense take over. I mean, look at that outfield defense. When you have Kiermeyer and, and, and Witt out and left and you got, uh, you know, Springer out and right or you got Kiermeyer in there or you got Farsho in there. I mean, I saw a stab the other day. I think they're double the defensive run safe from the outfield position. I mean, yep. it's crazy. They, so let them run it down. And infield wise, too, they're, they, they pick it. They do what they, do what they need to do. So, 
yeah, taking it, pitching and defense is going to win. But right now, finding an extra gear, you know, making sure guys are locked in. Screw the iPad. I don't need it right now. I need to look at what this pitcher is doing. How's he pitching everybody? Talk to each other. Communicate. Any little edge you can get because you're playing teams are all fighting for the same thing. What's that little tiny edge, you know? And, and you know, it's like the line in Al Pacino in, in any given Sunday. It's all about getting that extra inch. How hard will you work for that extra inch? And in baseball, how hard will you work to fight off a tough pitch with two strikes? You know, to sit there and choke up and hit a line drive somewhere because guess what? I'm not getting the fastball down the middle from this guy right now. And as a pitcher, you know, fine, you want recognizing pitch, you know, what are they doing right away? Are they swinging early? Okay, they're swinging. Let me go off the plate a little bit. Let me go with more breaking balls. They're taking because they think I might not throw strikes. Here you go, boys. I'm going to start being on the aggressive. It, it takes that right now. It takes digging down as deep as you got to get to the playoffs. And then when you get there, you got to dig down some more. Damp, you know, I watched the Red Sox and Alex Cora walk Vladdy a couple of times when it mattered the most, like big parts of the game. He's pitching around him because the Blue Jays really don't have a cleanup hitter. It made me think while you were talking there because you've been on some really good teams who have won a lot. That Can the Blue Jays, in your mind, go really far? Not going to say win the World Series because a lot of that's luck, but go really far without protection for Vladdy. I'm not saying a cleanup hitter protection for Vladdy in the order because of the way he's hitting now. He's not missing good pitches. That's the difference between him now. And Five say home runs in his last how, nine games. Like, yeah, say yeah. like a month and a half ago when you got a fastball down the middle, overswinging, overthinking it, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. He's not doing it anymore. He's hitting it. If I'm an opposing team and I want to win, I'm walking him. I'd rather see Kevin Biggio beat me. You think the Blue Jays can go deep in the playoffs without that? Um. <clears throat> I think yeah, yeah. I, I I do because of their pitching. You know, they, they got such good pitching. I think number one was it number one ERA starters ERA in the That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they 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 carve out of the rotation, and then they made a great pickup in Hicks, and you got Romano, and you got you got these pieces, and guys are having good years out of the bullpen. You know, I was dude. Josh Snyder's done an awesome job of mixing and mashing, going out and pointing out that bullpen and bringing the right person in. I know it, it doesn't always go that way. I understand that, you know, like it could not go that way sometimes. But, um, you know, you never know who's going to get hot, right? Like you mentioned, Flatty getting hot. Mm-hmm. Kevin Biggio's swinging the bat a little bit better. Yes, yeah. Barshow's hitting 290 his last seven games. You know, like there's a little bit more there. And so there's room for guys to, ha- to say, you know what, I'm going to be the guy. And maybe that's what happens is, is like, we get to this. We're all good ball players at this point in the season. The guys in the big leagues, everybody's good. They're all, they're all there. They wouldn't be playing in September in a pennant race if you weren't good. Who can slow it down? So now all of a sudden you're a, you're a hitter. Maybe maybe you you know are, are having a good little stretch here. And in the last week of the season, you just find a place where you get slowed down. And now as a pitcher, I speed it up a little. And now I'm all of a sudden I'm underneath the ball and I'm throwing over the middle of the plate and you're able to stay back and, and whack it. You find that groove. I mean, how many times do we see it from, you know, you mentioned, you know, there, there's guys like Adam Duvall, what he did with the Braves when he was there when they won the World Series, and Cody Ross when he was with the uh, the Giants when he got picked up off of waivers. And there's always these guys that get picked up somewhere or they just get an opportunity in that last week, and you're just like, whoa, we didn't see that coming. If that's the guy behind Vladdy and Vladdy's raking the way he is right now, Darn right, man. The Toronto Blue Jays can play in the World Series if that's the case. Yeah, I don't want to put the cart before the horse here, but I, we all think no, if they, if absolutely, yeah. if they, if they, yeah. if they can line it up, that I think the way they want to line up, Gosman would get Game One. Question I got for you is: you got two veteran guys after that in my mind, in Bassett and Barrios. Both have had 
really good years. You know, not great years, but really, really good years. Veteran guys, paid. They've been paid. If you're the Blue Jays and you're Pete Walker, who's the pitching coach, how do you handle that without basically ticking one of them off? Say they lose game one, right? This is the thing. They're human beings. They're competitors. They've had the same kind of years, right? How do you do that? Like, how do you balance, right, of, I'm going to give the start to him, but you're really good too. Like, how do you balance that? You just, you don't, you don't worry about comparing them. No. To their own individual person. And I think you just say, hey, you know, here's what we're lining up. It doesn't change whether we win or lose. Why? Because we believe in every single one of you that when you go out, we're going to win that day. If you're the guy who's the game three starter, cool. You have a chance maybe to win the series. You have a chance possibly, you know, possibly, you know, go out there and be the difference maker. If you have the, if you're the number two guy and you're down one, I'm the guy. I get to, I get to put us back to one one. It's all just about their opportunity. All you want is an opportunity to start in the, in the playoffs. Do you want the first game for sure? You just want one of them because, especially in that, you know, the first round, even a round of five, you might only get one. You're talking about guys who are throwing the ball really well. What Barrios has done, man, in his time in Toronto, I'm so proud of this kid. You know, he just. He went through some struggles for a little bit, and he fought through them, and now he's just been a, a totally consistent starter. Goes out there, strike thrower, and when he's painting with that sinker, good luck, man. You're out, dude. Is that slider going? So, you know, it's it's just giving each guy an opportunity. And, hey, like in the playoffs, the one thing that's going to happen is you can't struggle for a second because they'll just go to somebody else because there's not enough time to think about that. So especially in, in these shorter series, the best of three, best of five, whatever it is, when you get to the next round. So, yeah, I think any one of those guys in any position, obviously Gossman to me deserves to be the guy that sets the tone. Yeah. But after the after that, teams would be lucky to have as many options as as the Blue Jays have to be able to be in that rotation. Absolutely. Yeah, part of me part of me wonders if the fact that you didn't use Barrios in the series against Barrios. Seattle last year and you've got him under contract for six years. I, like I, I, I don't think you can go wrong either way. And I'm based on what I've seen from Chris Bassett. If they're playing Tampa, Bassett gets the ball. But man, you know that's a tough discussion to have with Jose Barrios, is a you know, guy you you did everything we row. asked this year. Two years in a row, we're, yeah. we're giving the ball to somebody else. Like I, I don't know, Ryan. I understand you can't you you you, you can't make an emotional decision. But man, that's that's a discussion at least. Yeah, and and you're right. You can't make an emotional decision. You have to make the best decision for your team in order to win. And I think at this point, you know, we're all competitors, right? Whoever doesn't get a start, whoever maybe isn't starting game two, well, all those things, yeah, do they sting for a second? But if you dig down deep, look in the mirror, and realize you're just there to do one thing together as a team, and that's win, you show up the next day ready to work, you'd be a great teammate, you'd be ready to go whenever you need to go. And when you're asked to call, all that matters is you get outs. You execute pitches and get, get outs because that's what it takes. You know, I got put to the bullpen when I was with the, when I was with the Red Sox. And right. I had a really had a decent year with it. Like I thought maybe I was going to start a playoff game. And they're like, hey, we don't have any of these guys that have no experience out of the bullpen. And what I say, you're darn right. Let's go because we're winning the World Series. All the, that's all that matters. My ego, if I didn't hang that on the doorknob or, or the, you know, the hook, when you come in the door, shame on me. This isn't about me. I've got my money. I've been paid, as you said. They've all got their contracts. Yeah, we all want to be out there. And I want a guy who's mad when I tell him he doesn't get to start or he's starting this game. But at the end of the day, he knows why. And that's just because we're doing what we feel is best. And that's that's all that matters. And you just be ready and be a great teammate, support your guys. And, and you know, they, that's all you can control. 
And so just do that and everything will be all right. Uh, big picture, is there a team that we don't talk enough about that could make a serious run to win a World Series? Like the Brewers, just give me an example. Yeah, I, I think the Brewers are really sneaky good. Craig Council is an amazing manager. I talk about managing a bullpen. I think he's the best in the game at that. Um, you know, can do really well. Um, I think the Cubs are sneaky good because they think they offensively can put up a lot of runs. They get hot like that, and they're, they they kind of just got sparked a little at home. Um, I think that, you know, starting rotation-wise, there's not the big swing and miss guys that I, I'm sure they would like to have, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's probably, if I looked at all the playoffs, who's in there, who you expect. Like, we know Philly because of what they did last year, and you look at their team. But I think the Brewers just go unnoticed. And you talk about good starting pitching. Um, they got they got something going there. They got good feel. They're, they're, they continue to win games. The teams stumble down the line here. They just go out. They take a series, two or three. They split a series, two two. They win two two out of three. They're just going about their business quietly. They, you know, locking up their division. They'll be ready to go. So yeah, the, to me, the Brewers. You hit it, Mark. They're they're a team that could be dangerous to a lot of people. Yeah. Ryan, how surprised are you about the Houston Astros? You know, the the the, the they're three games under five hundred at home. Um, you know, we had Mike Stanton on a little earlier and he was talking about, you know, the whole thing with the Astros is you think it's, let's just get in the playoffs. Let's, let's catch our breath, get the pitching lined up and away we go. But it it seems like they've, they've had an awful time at home. And I, and I, and I'm just wondering, I, I mean, I've often thought about this when it comes to teams like those great Yankees teams that were in the postseason a lot. Does it get to a point where maybe you've just played so much extra baseball because of deep postseason runs that it kind of it catches up to you after a while, and maybe the switch goes on at a different time, or maybe you know maybe you just don't have it that year because you're because you're you're tired. I mean, I don't know. I've I've never played in the postseason. I wouldn't know if there's a carryover. Some people say there is. A lot of people say there isn't. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I think there is, but mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of back-to-back champions. Yeah. I mean, it really doesn't doesn't happen much, you know. It's it's hard. It's difficult to, you know, not just so you win. You play all those extra games. You do all that, um, and then you got the banquet circuit, right? You got mm-hmm. all the all the stuff that comes with winning it. The celebrations. Think about it. When the World Series, you have a parade. What November first? Let's just call it. You know what everybody else is doing on November first when you're in a parade? They're working out because they're chasing the carrot and you're eating it, and then. You know, and then you got what comes with spring training and all the promo shoots and this thing, and you got time for this because you're World Series champ. And the focus on just baseball sometimes gets a little lost. So I think that, you know, it is hard. And then you get towards the end of the season, you know, it's a, it's a big onus to take on and to try and duplicate that. And everyone's like, well, remember last year, different team, different guys. Some guys are healthy. Some guys are hurting. Some pitchers are struggling. But, yeah, I just think it just, you know, it's, I think it's way harder than people might think it might be. Oh, we're going to do this again. I don't think so. Mm. You know, it's hard, very hard. Ryan, we're going to let you scoot, my friend. Thanks so yeah. much, as always. Thanks, buddy. You, you got it, guys. No problem. Good there talk. you go. Ryan Dempster, former MLB pitcher, co-host of Intentional Talk on the MLB Network. Um, yeah, that, that's... I, I had When you were talking about, about Bassett, and I've, listen, I think I, I'm with you, but... I. Does that enter the discussion though with Jose Barrios? Absolutely. Well, I think. Well, look, I, I'm a second year in I'm a row. You, you don't think those two dudes are like those two? They lose the first game. One of those two going to want to pitch it. Like, how do you, how do you start one of them and say be ready to the other one? I mean, I guess. How do you do that? You know, I, I was looking at. Is there? Uh, 
I mean, they're, difference they're, they're, in... they're the only reason why they're in it anyway. I mean, it's, let's not lie about it. Yeah. So, I, it's, it's, I'm just it's, wondering it's, if there's a different, you know, there, is there a some, matchup thing or once they're once they're in it, that will be a conversation that I ask either jo- John or Pete Walker. Yeah, how do, how do you sell it to the second guy and the third guy that he ain't the second guy? That's, like it's, again, that's two years in a row you said to him. They're not they're not gonna hover it over one of their heads and say, wait till that guy loses or wins and we'll tell you the after the game. They're not gonna do that. They're gonna set that thing. They may yeah. not tell us. No, but, you're right. But they're go, they're gonna set it to those three guys. And how do you sell it to the one that ain't the second guy? Like that's a he may not get to pitch in that. And he was a key factor in them even getting to that. It's a thing. I have obviously Pete Walker, they got tons of respect for. Like I mean, they they treat him like he's a part of the brotherhood, which is rare for the coaching staff. Like that is, I ain't no coach I used to do that with. Like I, you just don't, and they do with him. So maybe him selling and him saying it, they'll come across a little easier. You know, maybe but, maybe it comes down to we need. You know, you need Kevin Gossman for one sixty two. I mean, who the hell knows how this thing works? Well, out. obviously, but, it's, but it's if possible. they can line it up yeah. with the three, uh, who's the second one? That's a good said. And again, I have to go big. You're going to have to sell it to the third. If you're playing, if you're playing Tampa in Tampa, how do you overlook what Chris Bassett's just done? I ask you, uh, could you, would you, if you're a Blue Jays fan, would you be mad if it was either or for game two, Bassett or Barrios? You couldn't, you can't. Yeah. Like you can't be mad either. Like you go, oh, we're going to lose today because it's Barrios. No, you can't. Or, oh, it's Bassett. No. They've both been really, really good, and you feel pretty confident when they walk to the mound. They're going to at least give you a chance, your lineup, a chance to have the beginning. So, I don't don't think it'll be a giant deal, but Petey's going to have to walk them through it. Uh, We've been giving you the chance to win Blue Jays tickets all season long here on Blair and Barker, whether you listen on the radio or on our podcast. All you have to do is text the correct answer to our daily baseball trivia question to 590-590. Our last trivia question and answer was, in 2003, this player became the first Japanese-born player to make his MLB debut in Canada. Name him. The answer was Hideki Matsui. And if you remember, the PR director at the time for the Blue Jays, Jim Bloom, came up with the idea, a marketing idea, to boo Matsui. And that was the marketing thing. It was, this was a, you know, it's a big event for Major League Baseball. Uh, there was a ton of international media in Toronto, and it was meant to be tongue-in-cheek. Didn't quite work out that way. Got a lot of, lot of, I mean, it got a lot of PR. And if you're operating under the assumption that any PR is good PR, it was good. But, man, it, it was, uh, I, I just remember the, the, the Yankees, just the, the reaction of the Yankees to it. Uh, but anyhow. Beside the point. It's just something I've always remembered. Boo Matsui. I remember seeing the ad. It was a newspaper ad, I believe. And I remember seeing it and just thinking, why? Mm. Anyhow, uh, that's when the Jays had to really, really, really work hard to sell tickets. By the way, today's question is to win tickets to see the Jays. Those were the days. Uh, I was here in 2006. I get it. Oh, you get it. Yeah, yeah what am I, I telling it. you for? You got, got it. it. I'm sorry. Pardon Conversation me. with the dude in the 15th That's row. right. There yeah, you yeah. go. Today's question is to win tickets to see the Jays and the Rays down at the Rogers Center on September 29th. That was one of those days where if someone got hit by a line drive foul, you'd look at them and go, man, you got the worst luck in the world because <laughs> there's like 6,000 empty seats yeah, yeah, around yeah. you. 
Yeah, you picked you up. Throw him ice. Exactly. Today's question <laughs> is to win tickets to see the Rays and Jays down at the Rogers Center on September 29th. Which two pitchers started games one and two for the Blue Jays in the 2020 wildcard series against the Rays? I would have gotten one of these. I would not have gotten the second one. No chance. Again, which two pitchers started games one and two for the Blue Jays in the 2020 wildcard series against the Rays? Text the answer to 590-590 for your shot to win. See rules at sportsnet.ca slash 590. Honest to God, I didn't even, I don't remember him pitching. I, I don't remember him. I remember him pitching for the Blue Jays now that I've seen the name, but there's no way I would have got that. Like I could have guessed all day about that. No. And I wasn't getting it. And of course, I probably gave that answer away. But anyhow, there you go. That's your chance to see the uh, Jays and Rays down at the mm. Rogers Center on September 20th. Who knows? Maybe you get to see him clinch. Maybe you get to see him clinch. What day is that? September 29th. That's, uh, what day is that? Friday. Hopefully to do it before then. Yeah. Line that pitching up. Get that pitching. How about up. that? In which case you'll have the pleasure of one of the, the best days of the baseball season, watching a team still hung over from celebrating clinching play the next day. Yeah, I've done that in the minors a lot. Hit the one in the middle. <laughs> Not going to big leagues. Or, hit the, yeah, one, hit in the, the one in the middle. <laughs> what if there's more? What if there's no middle? What if it's take anyhow, it? Take Don't it. swing at it. Four one six four one three three nine five nine is the back leg line. Your chance to leave recipes, jokes, comments, criticisms, witticisms, advice, life advice, whatever for Kevin Barker. We'll get to it next. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet five ninety, the fan and Sportsnet. There's no Blue Jays baseball tonight, but since this is Sportsnet, and we cover baseball pretty much 24-7, you will get to see the Houston Astros and Seattle Mariners. Two for, uh, pro football games on two. Did you see my Broncos? I don't care about football. Yeah, I think you do. I don't. You do. I don't care. Watch baseball. I'm all baseball. I don't care about football. That's all you watch. Just baseball. Baseball, soccer. A little bit of hockey. Don't watch football. Don't care about football. Couldn't care less. Did you say hockey? Yeah. Couldn't care less about football. Sorry. Okay. Too intelligent. Yeah. You just got the number one sign from like a thousand people. I don't care. I don't care. I'm one of them. If I, I don't could, care, if I could do it, nobody'd see me doing it. I don't care. I get I, enough. I listen, done it. Listen, I, I get enough. I get enough American culture in my life. I don't need to watch football. Yeah, turn the volume down. Like you're it's a grown men running into each other, which you can't do. Like, what's the big deal? I can run into you know, yeah, what, grown like men. I, I'm quite well, capable of running into, into who somebody. Who you going to run into? I can run into you. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> How do you think that goes? It's, it's, you know what I say about football? There's not nothing happens. Like no. nothing happens. No. You know, Boom, whistle. Oh, we need it. Th- I mean, it's just dumb. There's My, like 10 minutes of action in an NFL game. There's 10 minutes of P- 
people actually doing stuff in an NFL game. The rest of the time is a bunch of dudes sitting around or standing around in a circle waiting for some idiot in the sidelines to send in the play that they've been working on all week and they should know off the top of their head. It's just dumb. It's, a, it's, it's dumb. And if it wasn't for gambling, no one would give a rat's That's ass about the That's the worst NFL. take you've ever made on it's this not, show. Oh, God, no. It's not, no it's, it is. it's not the worst take that I've made. That is the worst take yeah, ever. You just, enjoy, you just enjoy watching ever. watching dudes beat the hell out of I each like, other and well, giving like each other concussions. And You just do that. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Beating each other up. 416-413-3959 is the I ever. hate NFL line. Gosh. Dave in Collingwood. What's up, Dave? I think it was last week you had somebody on and you were talking about the the importance of base stealing in baseball now with the larger bases and pitchers not being able to step off as much. I'm assuming this is going to put more emphasis on the catcher position in terms of controlling base running and throwing out would-be base dealers. Mm-hmm. Are the Jays going to need to address this in the offseason and bring someone in who can throw out base runners at a, at a higher rate than the two guys that they currently have there? And did they not put enough emphasis on this in the off season when they were making the moves that they did? Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Jays, the Jays will, will take catchers who hit uh, the base running, controlling the base. Run, I, well, I'll let you, you, you play the game. I just think well, Alex Anthopoulos came on this show and said, that's something that his scouts and him yeah. always look at with their catchers is a lot of it is not all the other stuff. It's pop times. Yeah. How fast can they throw the ball to second? It's a big deal now. Like it's a it can cost you a game. It's like the Matt Chapman thing the other day with Kirk hitting that when he stole second. He's got like th- three stolen bases up until that one. He did it cuz the dude at home plate runs like a turtle. A turtle. And it makes total sense. There's a reason why they only had three stolen bases up until that point. It's because he's not a base stealer, but it makes total sense. And then what Kirky do? Hit a ground ball to third. Yeah, I know. And then Varsho hit a triple and drove in. So instead of the inning over, that's the thing, right? I is, tend to think. Yeah, that. I think so, too. I, and, let, and as long as it doesn't hurt them going out and get a run producer, that's what I'm, I'm saying. all for it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think they will. They have to get that. I, I think they have to. I think they need a defensive upgrade. I think they're okay with Danny Jansen as the number one guy because he's going to give them offense. Yep. They need, and I understand Alejandro Kirk. I can hear all the I, the khakis. Yeah, but he controls the bottom of the strike zone, yada, yada, et cetera. That's fine. He can go and control the bottom of the strike zone someplace else next year. Uh, they need a catcher who has a better all-round defensive game than him and can contribute. They're calling up dudes That's that can run for Kirky this time of the year because he's a – a liability on the yeah. basis. Just it's hard. Like you I have still, to get three hits. I still don't know though. I don't know if you are the Blue Jays. Like if you were to de- if you were to design the perfect everyday catcher, I'd still take offense over throwing out a base runner by a lot. It's more important to me that my catcher hit. And give me power don't, and isn't a complete butcher don't behind the cost plate. him strikes. Don't that's cost what him I'm strikes. saying. That's, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And isn't a complete a complete uh, a, hit a complete butcher behind the yeah. plate. If Danny could stay healthy, but I, I mean, he's he's turned himself uh, into the perfect. You know, I'll, I'll, the other thing too. To the other thing too. I will say this. Um, I, I I think that because the bases are closer, to, they're not closer together because they're bigger. 
I think the emphasis, there has to be a greater emphasis placed on pitchers controlling the running game. And I know it's hard because you're going to be loading all sorts of stuff. You've already got pitch calm with these guys. You've got them thinking of everything. But I think that quite often when we talk about the running game, we overlook the role that the pitcher can play in the running you know, game. Some, nothing, nothing frustrates me more what? than watching a reliever who well, doesn't, doesn't check over. You know, you know what it is, too? The, the hitter's not afraid to strike out, so that's what the pitcher's thinking. Okay, I give up that's stolen fair. base. That's fair. Because now yeah. I have to change my – how many times have you seen Jordan Romano slide step and the ball's not even close or it's a non-competitive strike and somebody hits it hard? You don't want them doing that. Like – they stuff people to death. You get them to thinking about too much stuff. Do you remember Jordan Ramon looking at his finger? Timothy in Vancouver. Timothy. Yeah, Kevin, uh, you guys were throwing around the um, uh, possible uh, pitching lineup for a short three-game series. And uh, um, I know back in the day they used to try and set up if they had it uh, available to them to go righty, lefty, righty, or lefty, righty, lefty. Um, you know, kind of change it up a bit day to day i'm just wondering if that makes a big difference to you when you were playing to you as a batter did that uh, alternating lefty righty lefty make a difference and uh, also in my opinion i don't think there's to have two lefties and not get them action in on a short three-game series i think is uh, maybe not the best of ideas your thoughts anyway have a good day yeah i know tampa against the right is going to throw some lefties in there right that means barrios is slurve slider whatever you want to call it has to be good back door he's got to steal some 12 sixers like location of the two seamer has to be really good the front hip right and the back door like those are big deal pitches for him the elevated four seamer to lefties there's a lot of has to go right who do you want on the mound who gives you a better chance you think right now you say kikuchi or jose barrios i think this time of the year don't overthink it yeah they're gonna try because it's 2023 and there's a bazillion smart people behind the scenes that nobody ever sees on their computers trying to figure out what matchup goes the right way to whatever team you're playing. Sometimes you just got to go, which dude gives me a better chance to allow my offense to have a big inning later. They ain't good against the starter. So what that would tell you is your starter has to give you a little length, like first time through and maybe half the second time through before your lineup's going to run into some runs and add a little separation to allow you to go to a bullpen that you have confidence in. If you think that's you, say, well, I don't. Not this time of the year. Not what you've seen lately. He's aiming that thing instead of pitching that thing. When he does that, it's non-competitive. He goes four innings and he throws his glove in the dugout. So that's me. Like, that's... Yeah, I, I don't think they're... I think we're, we're, we're on pretty safe ground here. There's three guys who are going to be in... Who are going to start the wild card And they're all right-handed. Those three games. And they're all right-handed. And... That's, I mean, I just don't see. Genesis Cabrera is going to help. Chad Green's going to help. Uh, uh, Jordan Hicks is going to help. Those three dudes allows them to maneuver things. Yeah. Like you got, you and Trevor Richards can go more than an inning. <clears throat> Jimmy Garcia, I didn't say his thing because you're holding your breath. And you're looking one eye. Like you got, like occasionally go flip one. Mm-hmm. And no Kevo from here at 49 can hit that thing. So, it's like they got some things they can toy around with down there and would make it a little easier for, you know, Pete Walker to tell Jose Barrios, eliminate one of the fastballs, attack with this, throw it as hard as you can, flip more breaking balls if you have to because I got that dude I can go to in the fifth inning with one out. Understanding that 
you know, this can change this week because of health or whatever. Um, where does Chad Green factor in your circle of trust, if you want to call it that, with the bullpen? Top three guys are who? Romano. Romano He's Hicks. one of them. Romano Hicks. Hicks and Mesa for me. Mesa. Even though recently, yeah, I just, I and I don't know why I'm saying that, but it would be Romano and Hicks. Cabrera is pretty good. Uh, I mean, that's 98. Yeah. I mean, that's some good stuff. Uh, Trevor Richards, I guess I'm on the reacting, up. He's locating more I guess fastballs. I'm reacting to the fact that it seems as if, based on how they're using Tim Mesa, he is one of their top three, I guess. That Cabrera, yeah. I There's something about Green that, and his ability to... It, to get strikes at the top of the zone that I it's, it's odd. It, it's like it, who has better stuff, Trevor Richards or Chad green. I mean, that change who up has is, better stuff, Chad green or Tim Mesa. Now, obviously you're using these dudes in different situations, yeah. but this time of the year, it's about stuff. I know they're talking pockets and, but if push comes to shove and John has more confidence in one guy over another guy, Throw the pocket at the window. He's learned this lesson last year. Like, he's going to lean on that rotation mm-hmm. so he just don't have to answer the question. The old Gibby thing, right? I do it so I don't have to answer Jet Blair's question after the game. Because you know that's what's going to be asked. John's learned his answer. He's, he's not going to do something that, you know, he has to go on and, and answer why you do this and why didn't you do that. and yeah, they have more options though. I'll say that. Yeah, it, and it's uh, it, was, it was interesting watching Jordan Hicks this weekend and hearing hearing Buck talk about about uh, Jordan Hicks as well. I mean, we're not seeing a hundred and two and a hundred and three from him. We are seeing a hundred. He just he looks a little more. I don't want to say more in control. That's not right because one thing about Jordan Hicks is. On the mound, he always seems to look yeah, like the same it's, guy. It's easy. I mean, he ain't pitching backwards. I mean, stop, stop giving him a chance. The sinker with 99 with a foot movement, that's no chance. You throw that out or third, you have no chance. Forget about that. Lit, that heard, uh, hey, here it is, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that thing, that whatever he wants Sweeper, to call, whatever, whatever that thing it. is he wants to call, I got a chance of hitting that. Now, he did Locating use it He and, did use it to good effect this this weekend. Yeah, Joshua. It struck him out, I think, swing and a weak swing because it wasn't backwards. I get him okay. looking to hater. I'm cheating to hit the 90. It's like a bowling ball. It moves a foot. It's 99, 90, 100. I mean, I ain't, you ain't seen too many 100, 102s. That's odd. I mean, I thought he threw 103, but we haven't well, seen he, that. We've seen him when he that's first rare. came up here. Yeah, it ain't that. There ain't a ton of that. So oh, and maybe that's 99 with, with sink. If you can get called strikes early. Get them in swing mode, and then you flip it on them if you want to. Okay. I'll stay with that old good number one. But yeah, he is. Uh, I think that what they, the, the point is, the ninth and the eighth inning, do we agree, is taken care of. Yes. So if I'm John yeah. now, I take care of half the fifth, the sixth inning, and whoever's pitching the seventh. There's my three pockets because I got the ninth and the eighth inning taken care of, and I'm going to abuse them too till I can't abuse them anymore. One of the so. one of the reasons that one of the reasons that Bassett kind of appeals to me as a number two starter is as much as I like Barrios, I think John might be more comfortable letting Bassett go. 
a little longer than Barrios. Because we've seen Bassett. It, and again, it depends on how efficient he is. Yeah, right? I remember it, that. It, it depends on how efficient now, he is. They do have two lefties, not one anymore. Last year was only Tim Mesa. That's now a, they got a lefty point. that throws. That's a fair point. Dang near a hundo. Yeah, that's a fair point. And has and does he does a lot of vinegar too. You notice that? That's, like he yeah. And it's funny too, right? When he left uh, St. Louis, couldn't throw a ball in the area code. He gets here, he can't walk nobody. I'll, it's funny I'll, how that works on it. I'll tell you what, both of the huh. I I I definitely have a conversation with Hicks about staying here next year. Like he's a free agent. I get that. Well, I think I, it's about how much it costs. And and I'm willing to pay that. Mm. I'm willing to pay it. Think think of how, as good as Jordan Romano has been this year, think how perhaps how much better he would be if he had had Jordan Hicks kind of riding shotgun for him all season long. I mean, we didn't even mention Eric Swanson either. So there, uh, he's had him. It's not quite the same, though. Who, who, right now, not who do you have more same. confidence in? Swanson or Hicks? For me, it's Hicks. I think you're flipping the coin there. Frank and Pickering. Frank. Going into the final weekend, let's say, okay, we're in a playoff spot. Um, but it also de- depends, you know, if we run the table of the last weekend, uh, we finish in second. Then we would get Tampa Bay in the first round. If we were to lose one or two games, we would end up in third and play Minnesota. What would be the best chance of us moving on to the second round if we were to play Minnesota or if we were to play Tampa? I know we'd both would be on the road. And for Jeff, I think the ultimate back catcher is over in, down in Baltimore. Back catcher? I think he's joking. Oh, okay. He heard you oh, yeah, the, yelling the, and screaming about the back, back catcher. catcher. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you a question. How do you answer the twins race question? All right, we we did that. No, how? Healthy, I still want Minnesota. I just I I Minnesota hits Kevin Gossman and I don't and that's that's just I'm dealing with that. Yeah, they hit Gossman one time. You're no that's they, the first time. No. They, yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they have that, they he's have, the reason they're the reason why he started throwing the fastball they, down. They have given him trouble. You're outdoors in Minnesota and Tampa's hurt. I this is a no brainer to me. Mm. You you just saw Tamp you just saw Tampa's best pitcher basically walk walk you into a game. You beat Tyler Glasnow. He beat himself. But I mean he he, he took you behind the woodshed for over five innings. Like it's not it's yeah, he, my my point is neither one's gonna be easy. No, You're but I have to I, do on, a lot of things right to beat both teams. Yeah, I've just I've taken two or three from Tampa. They're not gonna they're gonna be hurt. I've hit their relievers hard. I've hit their their top relievers. This is a no-brainer to me. Mm. I don't want any part of Minnesota. Minnesota's been rested. Minnesota's had this thing figured out for a month. They're going to have their ducks lined up. I go, want no part of I'm, Sonny Gray. And, and, and frankly, and I understand the weather in Minnesota, trust me, it's not going to be snowing. But it could be cool outdoors. Mm. Now, maybe you get a day game in Minnesota, which is possible. Windy. Uh, It'll be windy. It'll be windy. Mm-hmm. I to me, this is this is the easiest decision around. You're you're playing Tampa. You're playing Tampa. Absolutely. So I don't want to, I don't want any part of Sunny Gray. I don't want any part of Sunny Gray. And I don't want any part of. Yeah, hey, I mean, you can say you can say that about Glass now too. I mean, he he 
other than that little half inning he had there, I mean, he was dominating the Jays. Like the, you know, Zach the, the, Eflin scary? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, he could carve up the Jays. Well, like, that's again. the thing is, I, say, I, I don't know what the right answer, those answers you gave her were solid answers, and you could probably, just because of the health reasons from the Rays, but I think it has more to do with the Blue Jays. Wow. I don't think it matters. Okay. Well, okay, here. I, that's my point okay. is I don't know what the right answer is to that. They play Tampa. They play Tampa. And they at got home. Nine, nine, nine games in a row, which is a Not lot. Not in a row. They've got three games against. They played nine Okay, of in 12. the last two weeks, a week yeah. and a half. You're getting them nine games. That's a lot. So like you've seen dudes a lot. You'll learn a lot about them. There you go. Well, they'll learn a lot about you. But you'll learn a lot about them. So it's a soft. So the, so the outcome of the three games will be determined on the khakis. Uh, anyway. I don't. I think you're, 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 you guilty, may, you're may guilty be, of overthinking. You may be right. You're guilty of overthinking. Actually, I'm not. I'm saying it. It comes down to the Jays. Healthy, healthy, right. healthy team. Outdoors. Banged up team that I've beaten in their ballpark. Indoors at their ballpark, no brainer. For I me, will it, see. for me, it's Tampa. For me, it's Tampa. I don't want any part of Minnesota. Somebody else worry about Minnesota. Minnesota's lost like 15 playoff games in a row to... Yeah, to who? Some of them are to the Yankees, but... Like, it's 19 little, of 16 it's are that, to the Yankees. It's that 19 of 16. They, they, I don't they think lost that's a, a lot thing. to 19 the Yankees. 19 of 16, you can't yeah, do it can that. Be. It can be. Anyhow, we got to scoot. Minnesota's the obvious answer, I, Frank. No, you just answer. said Minnesota. Would make up your mind. I you said the Rays oh, for 10 minutes. The Rays. No, 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 the Rays. Yeah, the Rays, so the Rays. You don't Min- know. I was looking at <laughs> you it. You have no idea either. I was looking at it as Minnesota's a team I don't want to play, Frank. Come on. Give me a break. That's it. We will be back tomorrow from 5 to that. 7 Eastern. You don't want to play Minnesota. You want to play Tampa. Don't be scared. Trust me. We'll be back tomorrow from 5 to 7. Have yourself a great night. Yeah.